0: I love you more than anything. I just forget you exist. There are people that can pull that off. Yeah, sounds I, like a riot. I am not one of those people. I just um, broke it off with a nemesis. Lance Bass was the one member of Insync uh, that I that I really did like. Being intolerant of lactose—that's not very liberal no.
1: of you. No. Being tampons and band aids and
0: yeah, Benadryl. I, I knew this question was coming, and I still don't have a great answer. I feel happier
1: around you. Do you do you want to be happy together some more?
0: You want more advice? Dole it out gladly You want bad advice? Man, I'll give it out gladly I got some good advice for you No, you don't
1: what's up everybody this is uh professor chesco the speech prop and this is bad advice wednesdays the show where myself and a guest will uh attempt to, to ruin your life i used to say by the way that we will attempt not to ruin your life but that's not true right we are we are purposefully giving bad advice on this show and and that's your warning right so if I, so just don't listen to us second part of the show uh and maybe the first half too we'll see how this goes uh and 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 that is that is fair warning i don't need to keep on saying that over and over anymore um but the first half before we get to ruining your life i think it's important to get to know the person who will be doing the ruining alongside me uh today's guest is ben silver and ben the interesting thing about ben for me uh for a lot of people don't know this and i don't even know if ben knows this is he is one of the reasons I'm still making content uh, right now. I I was not uh, you know the ADHD thing. I, I I tend to you know move on. Especially if things are are not getting. I'm not getting the dopamine fix. I'm not getting the 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 same enjoyment out of something. And I when I was still a very, pretty small creator, um, Ben created a Discord uh, and uh, and and invited me into it with all these other amazing people that I had not even seen or interacted with very much online and all of a sudden now this this thing that was just me speaking to a camera by myself in my room all of a sudden became a social activity right and i got to all all of a sudden meet these wonderful people like ben who at the time i still barely knew um we just knew that we enjoyed each other's content and uh and all of a sudden now there was this new uh, level of, of creating content where I was like, oh my gosh, there's, there's, I'm getting to meet these awesome, amazing people around the country that I likely never would have been able to meet, and that is what kind of motivated me to keep on making content so I could keep on meeting these awesome people. Um, and and speaking of, so before I, you know, I could talk about th- this for a while. We probably will talk about this together in a second, but before I get too um, off topic, uh, I, I'd like I always have every single one of my guests uh give them a chance to introduce themselves and and just to tell my followers that if they were to come onto your TikTok page what what would they see what what should they be expecting
0: yeah so i i knew this question was coming and i still don't have a great answer um <laughs> i think it's it's like two questions right it's like <laughs> what kind of content do you make and why do people follow your content it, at all um just like everyone in our friend base, I'm wicked ADHD. My content doesn't necessarily have a through line. It's just whatever my fixation is, whatever my mood is, whatever's going on in the news. But I think that the reason people stick around is they like the way that I process. Like, it doesn't matter whether I'm doing a linguistics video, a science video, a politics video. I think that the way that I digest information and the way I speak really quickly um, I think that's what gets to people i've always in my personal life like something goes on in the news people come to me and like what what does this mean i feel like a fraud 90 percent of the time because i'm like i'm not doing i'm not doing anything new here but like if you can only learn something from me far be it from me to to stop you
1: well and, and that's i think one of the reasons why i think we we connected so well early on if i have the exact same problem when somebody asks me that that question like what oh what's your niche what's your what's your page about i'm like it depends on what day of the week it is depends on what i'm reading that day depends on what i happen to see in the news that day depends on what somebody asked me in my comment section right that we we kind of that that's the beauty i think of of pages that are are similar to ours is that um you it's hard to explain to someone that doesn't has never seen your content that people follow us because they like the way we process information Right. Because mm-hmm. what does that mean? Right. And, and it's and and I don't think you really do understand it until you follow mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, OK, that's I get it. I, I enjoy he, even if we don't they don't agree because I have plenty of people that don't agree with, yeah. you know, a lot of stuff that I say, but they enjoy seeing the way that that I work through things. And I think because of the fact that you or I don't script stuff, they're literally seeing the raw version of yeah. us interpreting and, and making sense of, of these different. Other videos, responding or or news events uh, in that in that moment, and and I I agree. That's one of the reasons why I enjoy following you because we have a pretty similar viewpoints on the world, but we're not the same person, right? We we definitely still process things differently.
0: Yeah, I feel like you and I are almost two sides of the same coin. Mm -hmm. You're much. Your brand is that you're nice. My brand is. It's not that I'm mean, but like I have no problem like taking really hard stands Easy. saying things that are likely to get me uh violations and, right. and stuff but it's like we come from the same place mm-hmm. and you you come in with like a compassionate understanding even like when you're being harsh like very just matter of fact blunt um and i don't do that but our, <laughs> our ideas and stuff and it's amazing like so one of the things that's so great about this discord and, and having a bunch of friends on tiktok is that we riff on each other like there are so much of my content has literally been like inspired by a video you made. And it's like, oh, I want to say something about this or like we both come to the same thing and the same stupid video that popped up in our feed, the same jerk or whatever. And it's cool to see how much like we have in common, but then also how different it all gets. Um, I think a lot of people don't know this about me. Uh, because my content and everything I do is all over the place. But I actually have a background in education that I I don't particularly even care about. <laughs> but um, in my master's program, I was like, what do I want to research for my master's thesis and, and all this stuff? And I settled on um, positive online communities, which I had noticed at the time there were some Facebook groups that were like really just the only good places that I'd ever been on the internet which mm. is strange because of you know Facebook right Facebook is um, Facebook yes and so I, I came up with this theory that specificity hmm. is the single greatest predictor of how positively people perceive being in a group and it's kind of hard to study this sometimes because it's like it's how do you feel there's there's no metric of like this is a positive group or not this is an active group or not but while I was doing that I looked back at my entire life, and I was like, oh, this has always been so important to me. And I didn't realize like the friends that I made on MySpace when I was a depressed teenager in a shitty hometown, the, the friends I made on LiveJournal or the games that I played online, I've always just been so connected to online uh culture because it's like it's hard to find somebody in the real world that that, that i can vibe with you know i'm not everybody's cup of tea
1: Can, I, can I, the interesting Hi. thing about that you mentioned live journal before i forget because i know my brain will jump somewhere else you but the I, I i was thinking about a lot and live journal for me has been the closest direct comparison to my experience on tiktok as a creator right where i i was i was so and it wasn't you know i i was not you know famous or anything on there i didn't have like hundreds of thousands of followers but you know even if it was just a few hundred people that were reading my thoughts and my kind of unfiltered perspective and then getting to connect with other people that had that same perspective and you're right and if that that specificity that something like live journal or tiktok allowed for in very different ways um ended up with that same kind of thing where i felt like i had a community uh, and i remember when live journal went away it, it really did feel like I lost this huge part of me. And it's, it seems so silly to say, um, but but when you think about it from a community perspective, it absolutely makes sense, right? Because it was a loss, right? It was. And, and a lot of those people ended up becoming Facebook friends, but there's still a huge chunk of people that I, I considered my close online friends, right? That we we were, <laughs> you know, we're, we're journaling and sharing these these utmost private, personal feelings about the world with each other that just disappeared. When, when that one
0: I... yeah that's how I feel about like Tumblr and yeah. the interesting thing is that you don't have to only talk about the thing that brings you together the fact that you have something that brings you together makes everything easier I mean you you know this I'm autistic ADHD mm-hmm. I sometimes have a lot of trouble connecting with people it's really exhausting to explain what my life means like how I communicate what being friends with me is going to look like mm-hmm. Um, it's exhausting to like have to constantly repeat that But then if I don't do that, then there's a chance that like a new friend or something gets up, gets me on a bad day and they get scared off. So the fact that I could meet these people on Tumblr and TikTok and it's like, you get it. Like, I don't have to set the expectation. I had a a friend who lives in New York City. We met on TikTok, but we had uh, we had friends in common. I think we were bound to run into each other eventually. Um, But we were supposed to meet up and and write poetry together on a typewriter in a cafe in Brooklyn very very us yeah <laughs> uh and they sent me a voice note and they were like hey heads up like i'll definitely still meet you tonight but um i just had like a really weird day i'm like kind of in a weird headspace so like if if things are weird like that's not you this is the first time you we were ever going to meet in person mm-hmm. and i sent back a, a note and i was like go home what are you talking about like rest right. and the relief that i heard in their voice when they got back because we like end up forcing ourselves into uncomfortable situations to try to accommodate other people. Mm -hmm. And the fact that I don't have to set that, uh, the, the fact that I don't have to set that expectation or that we have a shared vocabulary, I don't have to explain what executive function is Mm -hmm. to somebody who never had to learn what executive function is, uh, because they have executive function. Right. And it's just so much easier to let's hit the ground running. And we have a shared, just like mm-hmm. a baseline. Mm-hmm.
1: And I, I think that it makes sense why so many of us, especially in the ADHD community, come together. Um, because I think so much of our life has been spent thinking, this is just this weird, quote unquote, negative thing about yeah, me. It's... Like it's, a, it's my, oh, this is my personality. I know I'm working on it. Um, but really we didn't realize, oh, that, that's just literally us, right? And we shouldn't have to change something that is literally, literally core to our identity just because it makes other people uncomfortable, right? To, to an extent, right? Yeah. There, there are obviously, there are oh, situations God. where that would necessarily, um, change, right? But, but, but when it comes down to just literally, oh, the way I process information makes you, makes you uncomfortable because I, uh, tend to, I, I talk a lot or I will, I will feel free uh, open with my trauma <laughs> after just meeting you. Right, that, that is not something I should necessarily be ashamed of, but it is something that we've been taught to do that. And so meeting other people that do the exact same thing, it just, it, it feels so, I don't even have a word for it, but it's just, it's freeing, I guess, to know that this thing that we have felt, this this unspoken, sometimes spoken, but really this unspoken internal shame about is actually something that other people, thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of other people, are literally experiencing day to day and we had no idea.
0: Yeah. It's like, if you have a mystery sickness Mm -hmm. and you find out what it is, the relief, even if it's something terrible or even not that, like, um, when I got my diagnoses for ADHD and autism, like there's no, there's no treatment for Mm -hmm. autism, right? Like there's no medication I can take. It didn't functionally change anything in my life except that it changed everything just having a word for it having something that i could point to and like looking back at my entire life and be like oh yeah uh aha moment like why didn't anybody see this sooner yeah um it's great and you know there's no excuse for being a jerk or an asshole even if you're like mentally ill but there's also like a balance that you find with with friends one of my biggest issues over my life um is that i try to set really explicit like Expectations of like this is what my brain does, and like if I'm having a bad day, if I don't respond or whatever. um But I know that like it would hard to it would be hard to see me on TikTok and be like, yeah, that dude doesn't have right. ADHD <laughs> and autism. But like in my life, people, I'm I'm one of those people that people are like, oh, you're not that autistic, you're not that ADHD. Mm-hmm. So they'll forget, mm-hmm. and so like something will well, happen. I think
1: like people always say that though, also because they don't realize that they will only met our this is us at our, our masking best, right? That, that yeah. uh, yeah, no, no, you, I may not appear that way because I have spent years perfecting, uh, making you comfortable with the things right. that are, are really hard for me. Right. And I said mm-hmm. this
0: in the beginning, I said, mm-hmm. like, look, I, I want to be friends with you. I'm being very intentional with mm-hmm. my relationships and my communication. And they're like, great, got it. And then like a year later, it's like, oh, I thought we were best friends, something happens and we're not because Mm -hmm. I just never had a bad day on the day I was talking to you Mm -hmm. and you, even though you said you understand you didn't internalize it, Mm -hmm. it's, it's really heartbreaking, Uh, but that's also why it's so freeing to like have these people. It's also, I have to be very upfront because like, it is really easy to be friends with me when you want something. Like when I'm in my manic highs, it's like, oh, we're going to break onto the roof of the college or we're going to go to the abandoned highway or we're going to go to that weird museum or Ben's going to talk us into the backstage of this concert or whatever. Super easy to be friends with me on those days, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, what about the okay. days where I don't have, I don't have the the energy to respond or like how many times I've had tickets to shows and just didn't go. Mm-hmm. I I wanted to go to something this week that was like so important to me and I just couldn't do it right tickets i like wanted to more than anything just can't do it
1: right and and i think part of that is too it's it's i think in in learning more about myself and and that sure for you like in setting those expectations right i I think it's important in the sense that we're not i'm not when i like when i meet someone new or I, i start developing a closer friendship with somebody it's not me saying hey you have to deal with this it's me saying this this is something I know about myself. I want I want you to know that if if you decide to keep developing this and kind of keep getting closer to me, this is not this is not going to change. Like I'm I'm always going to forget to text you, right? And, yeah, and, exactly. I, and if you're going to be offended by that, I I I feel I do feel bad that you're offended by that, but right. it's not it's not personal. And I need you to know that that I am also feeling terrible about not texting you that back must... or I am also feeling yeah. terrible about not having the you know, not having the spoons to to go out to this concert or to go to this club or to go to this comedy or whatever it is right I I need you to know yeah. that that it's not it, it I never you're beautiful right everything about you is wonderful and I want to spend time with you but don't take my my the, things as a reflection on on me not liking
0: you or wanting to yeah. you. I love you more than anything I just forget you exist right like it's just such and, a, you know like, it's such a weird concept for people to
1: to to grasp that don't have a brain that kind of functions that way
0: I mean, they play peekaboo with babies. Mm -hmm. Like, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. Or like, I'll get a text and like, I you know, I take sleeping medications because even with them, I'm I'm not good at sleeping. Mm -hmm. And I'll like, I'll wake up or whatever and I'll see a text and I'll be like leery. Right. And then I'll like, I won't respond in that moment. and But then the notification is gone. Mm -hmm. And then two days later, I'm like, why didn't like, why didn't somebody ever text me back or whatever? Oh, it's it's right there. Right. Um, Before we get into like the bad advice, I I will say that the two sort of pieces of good advice that I've come to in dealing with this. Uh, The first one is in communication style. I had a really bad breakup, you know, uh, 12 years ago or whatever. And I was like, how did this break down? Um, And I said, okay, good communication is three things. It is honest, it is open, and it is relevant. Like everybody understands intuitively the honest and open. Honest, the thing you're saying has to be true. Open, it has to be, you know, meaningful. Like you can say, oh, the sky is blue, great that's not the same as saying like you hurt my feelings but relevant is the thing we don't talk about it has to be when it matters my my deepest fear and insecurity is that i'm going to say something that offends somebody or hurts them and if they don't let me know i will go to the ends of the earth to fix it if i know but i'm chemically incapable sometimes of of knowing it and so if you are like ben's just being a jerk like he knows what he did then you've internalized it. You let it fester. Mm-hmm. It, you have to do it when it's relevant, not six months later or whatever. Um, and so just being like really intentional is the other thing. one of my best friends, I literally, we had like a bunch of friends in common, but we weren't that close. And I literally said to her one day, I was like, Hey, do you want to become better friends? Mm-hmm. And she was like, sure. Like, like toddlers do that. It's so hard to right. make friends as an adult. But I just said, like, hey, like, let's become better friends. And we just like literally set the expectation every day. I'm going to send you a song and like write a little bit about what it means to me and you're going to send me one. And then pretty quick that turned into just like, oh, I heard this new song. I think you'll like it turned into memes on every different platform or whatever. It's great. Like, like we have this aversion to just saying things Mm -hmm. like, oh, uh, we could just work on this. Like, what if right. we became better friends? Do you want to be the friend I go to the movies? with? Yeah.
1: That, that's like the, I think I've talked, I think even other guests about how hard it is to make friends as an adult. Uh, and I think that that kind of comes it quantifies. So ADHD or not, right? Autistic or not. It, it's the, this idea that we are socialized to say that we can't just go up to somebody and say, Hey, I really enjoy being around you. Do you, do you want to go to a movie without it having yeah, that, some ulterior motive, right? Without it right. having some sort of hidden hidden agenda, uh, and there it's just no. You you I feel happier around you. Do you do you want to be happy together some more? And that's it. Yeah, right, right, and that's it. At, but it's so
0: it, we can't. And kids do say that. That's a perfect example of like the ways that neurotypical culture is bad for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Because like we see why that's an issue, and and we intuitively don't like it Mm -hmm. but like that's one of those things it's like like the patriarchy holds back all men even when it's not Mm -hmm. actively crushing an individual like it is crushing women right the way that we've set up society is like so ultra neurotypical Mm -hmm. like it's weird to just say that to somebody and it shouldn't be
1: i could honestly keep talking to you about another hour (laughs) about this i feel like we just started talking but this is obviously bad advice wednesdays and uh, we heard a little bit of good advice from you so right people are off the bat we're already at at a uh, at an end it's starting at on a, a positive note right we're already we're already behind schedule here um and so these are for those of you that might be joining in for the first time these are questions submitted by my followers with no context uh and they with the expectation that we are not going to give good advice occasionally some good advice does slip in here and there because we're like, no, I just I need to throw this on there. But for the most part, our goal is it. to give bad advice. And if you follow our instructions, that's on you. We're not
0: perfectly imperfect. If we <laughs> accidentally give you some good advice, please um don't hold it against us.
1: Question number one. I want to be the best in the world at something. Any suggestions?
0: Yeah. Um, so I have this like compulsive need to feel special. I think it's an ADHD thing. So I I think about stuff like this all the time. The trick is you suck. Like there's a, (laughs) there's a bell curve and you are either in the middle or you're on the wrong side of it statistically. Mm -hmm. So if you want to become the best in the world at something, Oh, 10,000 hours, get out of here, Malcolm Gladwell. Nobody has time (laughs) for that you need to pick something that no one else is doing Mm -hmm. it's easy to be the best person in the world at something random just like oh uh what what's your favorite goblin themed metal band (laughs) oh guess what like i started a goblin themed metal band because no one else did it now there are some of those there's like four or five at least but you just got to pick something you so so go
1: go toward where there's like very little competition uh or or what they don't say best of the world for a long period of time too it could just be maybe they find something very you know taking you at something very specific that's also very brand new so you're searching for stuff like 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 that is just coming out something that nobody has heard of and then you throw every second of your life toward becoming the best at that thing maybe for for an instant for a minute
0: maybe you'll be the best at that thing oh i i just you know we all just got on threads mm-hmm. uh, but i got on there before like a hank green or a neil gaiman like these these like internet celebrities mm-hmm. i was like oh i am more famous on threads sure. than uh than hank green right it, now. Is, can, it Have is
1: short-lived you know it's so funny that you say that i've literally done that before where there will be a platform where a celebrity has not joined yet for whatever reason yep. and i'll see or or they've they have their name, but they haven't posted anything, so they only have like 100 followers or something like that. And for some reason, that brings me so much joy, <laughs> knowing that the, I, I am more famous than you on whatever this uh, like French, for instance, or, or whatever this right. random app that there's nobody using is on. But for today, on Blue Sky, when it was invite yeah. only, I had more oh. <laughs> followers than Taylor Swift or oh. Nobody wanted to invite Taylor Swift. The, the other option. I don't. I don't want to keep laboring. Because now, I'm, my mind is stuck on this because I'm like, could I be the best? Because my my whole thing, and I've finally come to terms with it in my 40s, is that I've never in my life been because I, I I surround myself with these amazingly talented people. I, I just always yes. enjoy, and I see them become the best. My my best friend in the world was literally the the best speaker in in yeah. speech and debate in the. Right. In the, I guess I say in the country, but but the, we're in in in, uh, in America, and that was so impressive to see. I never got anywhere close to that. Right? I'd see I'd, I see all these friends doing these amazing singers, poets, musicians doing all these so things where they are literally in the upper echelons, and I've never been that <laughs> way. Uh, and and it, and it, it's it's okay to not. Be yeah. The ba- and that's all. That's such a hard. It was such a hard thing for me to come to terms with. It's okay to just be to just enjoy life. <laughs> All right, let's go to let's go let's let's hyper focus on another question. Um, question next. Question next. I'm going to a grown-up prom. How should I dress?
0: Okay, this is this is easy. Yeah. Uh, back in Connecticut, where I'm from, one of the the great bastions of ska, we would have ska prom, right? And what people would do is make a tux out of duct tape. I remember, I remember seeing this. Yeah. It's, it's perfect because, um, first of all, it means that maybe you're the best person in the world at it. You could jump back into the last question. Mm-hmm. Be like, Oh, how many people can make this? But, um, you get sweaty at, at, a, at a dance at prom, especially in like the world of global warming mm-hmm. and yes, making a suit out of a waterproof material, like duct tape will make you sweat more but it will also stop all of your sweat from getting to someone else.
1: If I could offer a um, another suggestion in case you are not, because I am also horrible at craps. I would like to suggest my literal two prom uh, tuxedos that I wore because uh, they are comically late 90s. Uh, and and I, I will put for the uh, people listening to this in audio. I will post this on Instagram uh, for you to see. But so my, my junior prom, I wore a, a, a zoot suit with a giant chain, which don't get me wrong. There are people that can pull that off. Yeah, it sounds I, like a riot. I am not one of those people. And I also at the time had uh, had bleached blonde, uh, fully bleached blonde, uh, spiky hair. Um, mm-hmm. And the combination of those two things with the hat uh, and the scarf and all that went into it was was just it was not. So, if you have any similarities to me, it would not be the type of thing you could wear without people thinking you're doing it ironically. Oh. But there
0: was no irony there. But that was just. Chesco, I, when I tell you, I will also send you pictures to post on your okay. Instagram with this. When I tell you that for junior prom, mm-hmm. I wore a Renaissance Fair costume. Beautiful. Uh, and for senior prom, I wore the most ill fitting suit, but it had been on miami vice it it came from the the costume department at miami vice which doesn't matter to me at all i think i didn't i only knew the name but it was but it felt impressive yeah yeah it's something i mean it's been a lot longer than i'd like to admit i still talk about it
1: well my other my other problem just to get was um i don't even know if i have pictures of this. i I i will have to search for this one no i have the other one um do you remember at the end of men in black um, the, oh, the, I don't know what it's called. The suit I that Will me. Smith wore when he was officially one of the men in black, <laughs> seeing it on other people, it never clicked in my head that just because something, and that's, I want to be very, I'm not mocking any of these styles, right? They, uh, they, they can look good in the right situation yeah. with the right person. I've yeah. seen it happen. There was a reason I wanted to wear those outfits. Uh, it's just, I uh, had no sense I, of self-awareness of, of to what actually would look uh, good on, on, on me. me. Yeah. <laughs> I think we get. I think we get some. Uh, so any of our prom outfits or the duct tape uh, outfit, I think would what is
0: good. That's. I think we got the. We're set, uh, listeners. If you wore something completely ridiculous to prom, mm. please send us. I would. Lo- I would love
1: to see it. Please tag us. We'll make a video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Honestly, I, I will do that. I'll, I'll make a. I'll make a, a real a TikTok on it uh, and showing uh, showcasing the awkward prom uh, photos of, of my followers. That'll be great. Or bar mitzvah, or bar anything. I think anything where you were, were dressing up nicely. Great question. Thrice, I'm going Bye. on my Bye. first Bye. date. Can you tell me your worst date ever to help ease my fears? This is really a bad advice. I think this is actual genuine good question. I think we can. I think we can bend the rules right here uh, and and uh, give actual uh, real life.
0: Uh, if you're if you're comfortable sharing uh, story yeah. that we've got it's like we're giving an example of bad Bad advice advice. happening not necessarily (laughs) giving it ourselves right um yeah i mean here's the thing there have been a lot of people who have been on bad dates with me uh and i have been on some bad dates they're not always exactly the same Mm -hmm. um one time I, i went i just moved to new york and i went all the way down to brooklyn to meet up with this girl who was like super late uh just kind of spaced out the entire time. I was like, we have no chemistry. I can't wait to finish this round of drinks so we can go. She orders another round and I was like, oh, okay, maybe like, maybe we're vibing and I just can't tell. And she goes on to tell me, uh, she was like, oh, you like Gilmore Girls, right? And famously, I love Gilmore Girls. I proved that it takes place in my hometown mathematically. She was like, who's your favorite of Rory's boyfriends? It's a very complicated question. But she said, mine is D. And I was like, this is, you are, there's never been a red flag bigger <laughs> than this. And the only time I, I ever had something like maybe weirder or worse is um, one time I was asked out by a comedian who's like, not the least famous comedian. She's really wonderful. We're, we're still kind of in contact. Um, but she was like, oh, like, I definitely want to see you this week, but I'm doing a show at this bar you don't you don't invite someone to a show as a date because they can't spend that time with you good point right like they're on stage like oh i'm on a date with myself watching Mm -hmm. this uh and it was a weird crowd her set didn't go that great and so it was just like very strange very strange energy so you don't want to put you don't want to put too much of the vibe in the hands of something that isn't one of the two of you Mm -hmm. for a date that is good Advice, although you can't necessarily uh, prevent it.
1: So uh, I'll, I'll share. I've already, I made a video about it a, this a while back, so this is available online. But as we know, that it, that gets shown to .0001 percent of the people that actually follow us on these platforms. So um, my worst first date was uh, I, I, didn't, I actually I, I didn't I went on a lot of first dates, and that sounds really bad, um, but I kind of was always just like I was very clear to me when I went on a date that it was not going to to be like a romantic i was really good at making That's friends. Fine. yeah and i and, and i and i've learned that, that once again this, I'm, i've gotten older uh that, that it was okay that it like i, oh, yeah. I was like oh we make great friends this is worse <laughs> there's no chemistry and and i think i probably could have let some of them marinate and maybe they would have turned into something but as a yeah. result i have a i'm i'm literally friends with every single person i've ever gone on a date with um and I've I've no bad uh, no real bad experience, but I did have a bad first date, so I, I can big. at least share the the story of uh, of the date. And so we uh, we uh, went to the most extravagant uh, place you could go, which is the Rainforest Cafe uh, at Fisherman's Wharf in San Francisco. And I, I'm assu- I know that was a national chain at one point, but you know there were storms that would go off during dinner. Uh, and it yeah. was, it was like a whole jungle theme with animals. Yeah, I worked in a
0: mall. Okay. So, yeah, you, so I, you I know. know, uh,
1: and so, uh, so we go to this extra and it was, by the way, way more expensive than I could afford it, was, of course. especially for a, uh, a forest jungle themed restaurant. We sit down and she orders, uh, sea- seafood. Um, and as it turns out, she was allergic to shellfish, uh, oh. and as she's eating it, She's, she's like, she's, she's like, oh, I, n- I normally don't ever get this because I'm allergic. And I didn't, I was young. This is, I was nineteen twenty at this point, And I had no idea even what I was like. Oh, maybe it just means that tomorrow she'll feel a little icky. I didn't know how serious yeah. a shellfish allergy um, could possibly be. But she finishes the meal and we go for a walk on, uh, on the pier. And uh, it's, it's, a, it's very romantic with the sounds of seals uh, barking in the background. Yeah. Uh, but we we're gonna go get some ice cream. And as we're walking, she's she's looking. She gets very quiet, like almost just just at the drop of a. She's all of a sudden just extremely quiet and looking worried. And I'm like, "What's the matter?" And she's like, "Oh, I'm 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 worried. I'm having a really bad reaction to that shellfish." And in my mind, I'm like, D- "What is it? I-, I didn't know what was even happening at this. Right. Point. I thought you were joking. Yeah, yeah, th- like, what?" And, and so I was like, "Oh, okay. D- do you want to?" can should we we can go like it's okay and she's like no no do you I'm, have an epi pen right right with... and she's like no no I'm, I'm fine i think i'll be fine and it but i'm like she she's like starting to break out in hives uh and i'm like oh we we need we let's go let's so we go back to my car and i had i always my mom was very important that she, she always said i should have like an emergency pack uh and there was mm-hmm. like with like tampons and band-aids and yeah benadryl uh and anything i could have and so i, I gave her some right. benadryl um which apparently i found out does nothing really for an actual allergic response we'll get to that part of the story later but she said she was feeling better so we go back for a, a walk some more um and and she's like oh no i think i think i'm fine now but she's very clearly not and so we're it's, walking for about 10 I. more minutes i'm like i can i please take you home yeah <laughs> i I didn't, I didn't i was like i don't this i feel we can have another date it's okay if you like me that's why yeah. it's all it, it's like, so i drive her home and she says she's feel, she's feeling a little bit better turns out the next day i talked to her she went to the hospital uh because she couldn't breathe and she ended up being, we went on a few more dates this was not but that was that was I mean, one of those moments where i was i i i always look back on huh? that was definitely i don't know if it was anyone's fault for i guess it made me, i don't want to blame but she did it was she, a hundred percent uh, she, her your fault. you brought her to the rainforest to the, cafe they, and you expected they to- had seafood on the menu or shellfish at the, anyways so um, so that was, yeah, that was my, so mm-hmm. if, if you're, if my advice, my good advice to this person would be that if they tell you they have hey, uh, an allergic reaction to some food on the menu, maybe just kindly say, hey, why don't we get something, something that you're not Different. allergic to <laughs>
0: and that's okay. I, I'm really curious about the Benadryl thing um, because like um, I have really bad like environmental this- allergies and I got the the panel when I was a kid and the doctor came back and was like, Hey, you're allergic to shrimp. And I was like, I am not. I eat shrimp all the time. I love it. Right. And he was like, Yeah, well, like shrimp is like chemically shaped really similarly to like this dust or whatever. So you're probably fine, but one day you might just not be. Wow. So make sure you always have Benadryl in your pocket. So,
1: uh, so here's like, okay. So here's my understanding of it. Um, for and this is and to anyone listening, remember. Go talk to an actual doctor uh, about this. And they, we are not medical uh, professionals, either of us. But this is from some... Oh, the fact that people ask us I for know, like, I
0: medical know. advice.
1: But from an actual medical professional, they told me that um, one, Benadryl is actually not even... In, in general, it's an older version of uh, allergy medication that they. Yeah. Th- there's even a movement to get it banned, um, that there's just better ones so- that you can get out there. But two, what it will do if you're having a true allergic, like an anaphylactic um, uh, allergic reaction is that it can mask the symptoms, but you still need, you need an EpiPen. You need, you need to actually have the actual treatment so it can make it worse in the sense that you will, will get, you'll, can, you'll, you'll convince yourself, oh, this is working. I'm feeling better. And you might spend the time where you should be driving to the hospital thinking, just kind of sitting there watching as the symptoms mask. So. This is good advice as I know it. But once again, talk to your doctor before we end the show. I I like to give uh, my guests an opportunity to to leave us with some parting words of of good wisdom or good advice, something that either as a creator or as a human being or as whatever has kind of led you to a good place. But before I before I give you that chance, where where can people follow
0: you? How do people look you up online? Uh, I am at. This is Ben Silver everywhere. Like the answer to the question, like who's who's on Chesco's podcast right now? This, this is, is Ben Silver. Silver. And pretty easy to find. Perfect. Pretty easy.
1: All right, so so let's get to it then. What what would if you any do you have anything? You already shared some earlier good advice before we got to the bad advice yeah. section. But do you have any last thing? Something that's stuck with
0: you throughout your life, or, or even just through re- recent years that you think would yeah. benefit others to hear. Yep. Um, everyone needs to drink more water. If you have ADHD, you need to start your day with protein. If you are assigned female at birth, you almost certainly need more iron in your diet. So just like, I know that me telling you isn't going to change it. Like you're still never, we're millennials. No one is going to drink water. Like we just, we want to die. Um, but that's it. You, I drink a gallon of water a day for tea. Uh, it's, it's the best. Does Water, uh, protein,
1: iron. Does, does a gallon of coffee
0: count? uh do you want good advice or bad advice <laughs> i think the, i think like, that's the answer uh already <laughs> it's like it's like ocean water right. like it's more dangerous <laughs> to drink like well ben this this has
1: been genuinely fun uh especially as you're like as we, we talked a little bit earlier this is our relationship is not really parasocial in the sense that we've talked through text and through kind of response videos hundreds right. of th- not thousands of times at this point uh, but it really was nice getting a chance to actually talk to you in person so thank you thank you for coming on great thank you so much for having me and that was bad advice on a wednesday if you enjoyed today's show please like please subscribe share it with your friends drop a five-star review you can always support us financially at patreon.com slash the speech prof all links of everything we talked about will be available in the show notes and most importantly remember this is intended to be bad advice Please do not listen to anything we said I'm sorry Okay, dope rhyme slinger Good advice giver Listen for a second Let me try and paint a picture